guys. I can't hear that, but all right. Well, doesn't make a difference then. Here we go. Welcome you guys, to the podcast. <laughs> you guys welcome. can hear it. That's all that matters. <laughs> welcome to be in. <laughs> Between the Sheets with Leah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say welcome to Between the Sheets with Leah, but yes. then I was on, yeah, so it it's never fails. I, I just, I'm going <laughs> to accept that it never fails, that this is just the me and my quirkiness, and that's what it is, and that's what it is, so. Between the Sheets with Leah, we're yes. opening the podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's called Between the Sheets, just. So Are you guys going to get tired of me doing that? No, <laughs> as long as you're okay with us harassing you. Right. About it. No, I, I <laughs> Every mean, time. Do because it's just, I guess, it's going to continue to happen until I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just don't know. It's a staple yeah. for the show now. It's a staple. You've got to do it every time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> even when I, yeah. Even when I actually get the shit right. Right. <laughs> Anyways, my name is Leah. I am the host of Between the Sheets. I have my co host, Dana. Hello, I'm Dana woo Keith, woo. father, filmmaker, creator. And then we also got Whitney in the building. She's another co-host. Co-host, I guess. Yes. Makeup artist. Um, yeah. You were That's supposed it. to be ready. Come on. This you is your second time with the introduction. You were supposed to be ready. Let's try this again. Right, introducing Whitney. Uh, makeup artist, freestyling, whatever. I don't know. Crystal <laughs> having. Crystal having power, empathy, providing. I didn't know that about you, by the way, until today. Really? Yes. We've never really talked about it, no. though. So that's mm -hmm. why I'm excited about this show. The yes. show is going to be good. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. And we have a special guest. Yes. Oh, we do have a special, special. guest. <laughs> you are, girl. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Wanda Wood. Ooh. So she got Wanda her. With she says she got w her sexy voice. Yep, I rehearsed my sexy voice for y'all. <laughs> so Wanda, what do you do? I am a local realtor uh, serving uh, Colorado Springs and surrounding areas. Okay. Yeah. And what else do you do? Oh, I do a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us some. Give us some. Give us some tea. Come on. Well, I mean, work wise, I'm I'm a realtor. Um, I am a competitor in the NPC bodybuilding. Okay. Yes. Nice. Um, hopefully going to pick a show sometime in spring or summer. Okay. Um, having to realign some some things that came up that we didn't know existed. Mm -hmm. So um, we're working through that. But yeah, continue. I'm in off season, so I'm enjoying that. Nice. Enjoying eating things I should. Drinking wine. And drinking yeah. lots of wine. Yes. <laughs> I remember when she was she was doing her whole training for this. I mean, this is this is a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, what's crazy about what we're going to speak about, too, is, is that mindset, that discipline that you have to have in order to compete that strong and to not eat the things that you want to eat, mm -hmm. work out like every day for hours mm -hmm. on top of that. And mm -hmm. then, you know, having the hell week and things like that. I, yeah. I've heard and I have actually been a part of a gym where the trainer would do these things. And, and I mean, it is brutal yeah. on the body. It is but the body's the bonus. Yeah. Mm. Right. The yeah. transformation happens up here. Yes. That, and yeah. you have to have that mindset. You do. That's and super yeah. disciplined mm -hmm. mindset. Yeah. So talk I think about to, what that means to you. Well, to me, I think too many people are attached to the outcome. So what they're going to look like, mm. you know, and if you're focused on the end goal, you miss the entire journey lesson in the journey. Yes. And That's so life. I, yeah. yeah. And so I really did pick up some, some really good nuggets along the way. You really know yourself, you yes. know, your triggers, you know, what you like, what you don't like, um, things that you need yeah. that you didn't think you needed. Mm -hmm. And so that was the biggest thing for me. And I was, I was grateful. I mean, without even knowing that that was going to happen. 
I was grateful that I could pick that up and really know. So when did you get into that journey? When did you get into the journey of like deciding that you wanted to, and and what is the proper name? Is it bodybuilding? Is it? Um, Well, in a whole, it's bodybuilding. I am a figure competitor because they have different subgroups. Um, But my husband and I were in Vegas, 2018. I was probably at my heaviest. I didn't feel like I looked heavy. I mean, I look cute. Yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't ever notice it when we're in it, right? You don't realize until you look back at pictures and you're yes. like, damn, yes. that was I had on a little cheetah print bikini in a little fedora hat. Look at you. Yeah, with, with all your thickness. Yeah. <laughs> yep, with all my jiggle See, jiggles. that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I took a picture in the mirror, and I looked at it, and I was like, ew. Like, what is that? You know, never posted it, but never erased it either. Right. So I went on to the pool in my cheetah bikini. Yep. <laughs> like, we had a great like time. Right. Yeah, but when I came back home, I told my husband, I said, I want you to make me a meal plan. Because your husband's a trainer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a physical trainer and personal trainer. And so he made me a meal plan. I absolutely didn't exercise. I lost 25 pounds like that. Really? Mm. Just by meal so prepping? Just, yeah. just eating what he designed right. for me, you know? Because they say um, like nutrition is like 80%. It's a lot the, more than that. Yeah. A lot more than that. See, we don't even have to work out. You don't. Well, <laughs> I will screw no like, shine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Joey. Joey, come, Joey you know, he listens. He's, I'm he's, kidding, he's Joey. He's going to be knocking on the door. I'm yeah. kidding. And your workout yeah. next time is going to be real good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, muscle is important because then you're skinny fat. There yeah. is a such thing. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> but people desire their bodies to look different ways. Like, mm-hmm. I prefer mine to be a little bit harder mm-hmm. with a little bit of jiggle, right. you know? Right. And some people want to be, you know, a little softer, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I surprised my husband. I got off some weight and I says, I want to compete. He goes, in what? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, in what? And I said, I want to compete. He ain't wasting no time. We went down to Denver, met with his coach. That's wow. awesome. And that was it. Yeah. And Next I don't time. know. Did, so we had met each other during that time? We met. Um, I don't think I competed no, you were getting, you were during getting, my prep. Yes, because you were kind of going through the process. Because I remember trying to get her out, and I was like, "Come on, let's go have a drink." And right. she was like, "No, no, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> hey, let's go have some like food. Like, let's go out and chill." She's like, "No, I can't." I'm I like, "She's no fun." Right? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I can't." Yeah, Sorry. no, super disciplined. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, another pivotal moment was me meeting you as well and doing that shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I took it all off, not yes. all of it, but I, <laughs> enough, right. enough beyond my comfort at the right. time. Yeah, and I still look at those pictures, and I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it was a little chunky still, but I was like, wow. Like I had the courage to do that. So tell our listeners how we met. Weirdest thing. I'm in my bed in Mexico. <laughs> I love this. I, I, I love, love this. Yeah. I, I love hearing it from her point of view because I did like, not know her. Right, right. Let's see. What year was 2017? Um, spring. I had a really good friend who wanted trip. She was a, a very high producing insurance agent in Denver. And she got at least trips to different places all the time. And she goes, calls me up. You know, mind you, I already quit my job. I convinced my husband to quit my job so I can <laughs> fully commit right? to real estate, right? Yeah. And here I am saying, um, can I go to Mexico? I know I don't have a job, but, you know. Can and I go like, play? Like, yeah. Go yeah. have a good time. Yeah. So Aww. we went to Mexico. Um, now, I did know her friend from 
like way back. elementary which was weird wow. yeah. elementary yeah wait that's the one that we met when we were over here no no okay mm-hmm. okay no okay okay no just kidding sorry <laughs> So um, we went to Mexico, had a great time. And I said, I want to do like, I want to do a sexy shoot for Darren, you know? And she's like, do it. She's just that type of person. Like, don't think, just do it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm still kind of chunky. Look at these pictures. (laughs) And she goes, I know a girl that does that. You know, I was like, right. oh, it takes pictures. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah. And I was now, like, I have not even kept in touch with this girl. Right. I, we, don't, we don't have any kind of relationship. We're not, I mean, not, you know, it's not anything right. bad or good. It's right. just, we're just one of those people that you knew you from school. Touch. And, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I sat on that information for a few, two years. Yeah. Two so years. she just took my name, didn't do anything with it. Right. Just like, let me think about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years. And two years later, I contacted you well, and I think it was Facebook or something yeah, like that like yeah. hey. and when I met her it was the oddest thing I'm like I don't know you but I feel like I should have known you a long time and should have reached out two years ago right and I think I even cried the first time I met you or oh. when I came back it mm-hmm. was strange right yeah no it wasn't strange it was by design the yes. connection was there. it was weird yes mm-hmm. um I had thanked my friend like I met Leah we we're getting this thing together she's gonna do the shoot she's a beautiful soul yeah. like it was an instant connection. Um, and and she I goes, felt the oh, same good. way. I felt like I knew her. Like, I was like, this is yeah. so weird. Like, I feel like I know you right. from, but I don't, but I feel that way. Yeah, like, and I she right. said that. And we were so engaged with our conversation. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, we kept looking at each other like, like God, this yeah, is so weird. Was, are you sure I don't know you? Are yeah. you sure we haven't met before? Yeah. 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 And, and that one common person kind of linked us, but I sat on that information for two years. That's mm-hmm. so weird that, mm-hmm. that you had that connection with that other person too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's wild how many people go through life and you have that connection. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't know what's being working. No. Yeah, never. But you, you never know, know what's really sad about that that I realize now yeah. is we meet so many different people and it's all by design. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's all by, I don't care if it's the person you're yep. sitting next to yep. at Starbucks. Right. Right. Yep. Right. You say hello to like that's all meant to be in some capacity. Yeah, right? and yeah. so many of us miss it. We don't take the opportunity, nope. or we don't, you know, look up, right. or we don't mm-hmm. just engage nope. um, with some of those emotional connections as much as we should because, because there we're may dead be inside though. Yeah. yeah, we're being run by the clock. Yeah, we're being run by a mm, paycheck. Girl, preach. No, yes. I'm serious. We're so dead inside that we don't feel. Yeah. And I'll get into how I like feel. I live a lot of my life not feeling. Yeah. Right. To where yeah. I remember um, events happening in my big events, marriages, having my daughter, graduating, getting certifications. I can't tell you how I feel. Yeah, I right. did that, but you were just going. Through I the was motions. numb. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. numb. So, and that's really sad. Mm-hmm. That's really sad. Yeah. So, like little things, like I can tell you how I feel when the wind hits my skin. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how I feel when I turn the shower head on. Right. I can tell you how I feel when those things happen. That's being more present in the now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When did you tap into those feelings? What What happened? What was the difference? I think like eight months ago, and I can't tell you exactly one thing happened, but one thing led to another and another and another, mm-hmm. and it just became one big whole thing. And yeah. I've been told so many times, you're a natural empath, you're a natural empath. You're like, well, what does yeah. that mean? Right. Well, there's a big difference between being an empath and being empathetic. Yes. Okay. So when you're an empath, you soak up everybody's Mm -hmm. shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can say. Yes, you you can cuss on here. You soak up everything. You don't know you're doing that, Mm -hmm. but you're not purging it either. So Mm -hmm. you wear that. You wear that. You don't have time for your own stuff. You don't have time for your own emotions. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you're never present because I'm concerned how. Am I I preaching? Yeah. So I'm concerned (laughs) how 
you feel, mm-hmm. I, I can't tap into how I feel. Right. Mm-hmm. There's See? no space for it. There isn't. Just and so when I started that. like accepting that that's who I am, you know, it, it was a game changer. Yeah. It was a game changer. Yeah. And the only way I can purge other people's energies or feelings or emotions is I, I meditate. Mm-hmm. And I have to clear my mind. And I say my body is like a cup of water. I can only be filled so much with mm-hmm. other things. Yeah. And then I have to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can look at it on the, the opposite side of the spectrum, too, is that you could be overflowing with abundance and overflowing mm-hmm. with good that you yep. do have and overflowing to give to others yes. as well. You yep. know what I mean? The but be- you do have to be careful what you're taking in yep. because oh, yeah. um, that's a, it's, a, you know, yeah. your circle, the people that you have around you mm-hmm. because you can begin to take so much into your baskets and you aren't feeding yourself right and you're not taking the time and you're not settling down and you really need to let that stuff go I had a girlfriend that kind of she gave me a visual of what that looked like for her because she was a part of um, a bible study that we would do and I call her my soul sister because she was um, if you guys know the story of Jonathan David they were homies they were they were really good friends in in the bible Mm -hmm. David was, um, you know, a king. Jonathan was the son of a so-called king. And um, they were homies. And they were so tightly knit that it actually says that God knitted them together purposely. Mm-hmm. And so I always think of her in that that way because she's just my soul sister. She feeds my soul spiritually. Mm-hmm. And she said, and because I asked her, I think at one point I was feeling so overwhelmed with, um, because I've, I've for a very long time have known that I'm an empath because I can feel so strongly the energy and it has a good or a bad effect on me. Let's break down what empath means. Right. Yeah. For people that don't. For people like me who kind of know, but kind of don't like. And so Sonda, you speak on it and I'm just going to give you guys a definition of what it says as well, but you speak on it. So like I said, there's a, there's a big difference between being an empath and being empathetic. I can tell you a sound. And are you saying I am empath? Is that what it is? Is I am an empath. Yes. Okay. And the definition just so that it's, you know, what, what it, this says it's the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Mm. And that could even go down to, I, I mean, I, I if I feel really close to a person and they're sharing something, I can physically feel, feel their it. pain. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I could come over and I'd be like, what's wrong? She doesn't yeah. feel well. Does your head hurt? Because right. mine does. Right. Yeah. So you then I'm in many ways you can actually start to take on even some of the physical. Which is not only good. No, it's Physical not. energy. It can yeah. make you sick. Yeah. Yeah. It can make you feel heavy. Yeah. Stagnant energy, yeah. Sometimes when I'm around certain people, I'm an empath as well. Um, mm-hmm. It makes me feel sick to my stomach. Yes. Mm-hmm. I cry. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can You're feel You're ultra it. sensitive. Yes. Now, I lived most of my life putting up a barrier mm-hmm. so that I could, I thought I was protecting myself against things. And you, but you could have, you actually very well could have been. But I a little missing bit. the beauty in so many things I by know. doing that. It's just and tough it's, because you have to be able to balance that out, though. Absolutely. You have to be able to know, and that's yep. where, where you come to and you find that power. Yes. Where you know what you are, yep. you know what you feel, and then how do I release it? So mm-hmm. even going back to what she said, Luz, she said, I, I asked her, I said, how do you do it? I said, there's so many individuals around me, and they, they are. They're looking for me to pour out to them. And I understand that. And I want to, and I desire that. But then how do I not feel this 
burden How like do I this get rid like, of it? stuff that mm-hmm. is like almost like you take it on as baggage you you put it on your shoulder and you put it on and then you start to feel weighed down mm-hmm. you know well, and another thing that I like to point out too is people that are empaths really um when you have that empathic light that mm-hmm. shines in you mm-hmm. you attract bugs yes. you oh, do God. <laughs> well you attract people they want to tell and you that's their what problems. I mean bugs they yeah. tell you their problems and they feed off of your yeah. energy mm-hmm. and um, naturally being an empath you want to fix everything yeah. for be everyone and you yep. you can't and and that's what helps me i'm not i'm not meant i'm not here to be your solution yeah okay mm-hmm. i'm not here to fix anything yeah possibly help you identify possibly help you maybe. give you a solution maybe or maybe, maybe not. not maybe maybe and maybe it's just to just be there yeah. you know but she told me the way that it physically looked for her i guess spiritually i should say spiritually the yeah. way that it looked is she says I have two baskets. She says, everything that they give me, I put in this basket. Mm-hmm. She goes, and I just take it, and I take it, and I put it in the basket. And she said, and then I have really this basket that I give it right up to God and yes. say, okay, now I'm releasing yeah. it. And that, in a form, is kind of what you guys are doing with, with meditation. meditation and, yes. and prayer. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like to meditate prior to prayer because I feel spiritually light. I don't think about what I have to pray for. Sometimes I scare myself. I'm like, who is who's praying? Mm, you know? Right. And then I'll immediately journal. I journal a lot, too. So it's, I don't know, it's been really profound and it's, it's ongoing. It's not, you know, it's not something that stops. Yeah. It so let me, let me talk to you about um, something because I want to ask you guys a couple of questions because the podcast, it's already kicked off. Right. <laughs> we're already like, we're we already it. kicked we're off. Yes. Yeah, we are knee deep already. Right. Um, but you know, these last few weeks we've been talking about mindsets and I was actually prepared for a different type of podcast. Um, and it didn't feel authentic to me. And so I didn't really want to do it. I was just kind of like, I feel like I'm really searching for information here. And it was, it was based on spirituality and believe you me that I am very spiritual person. Mm -hmm. And so that's easy for me to speak about, but I didn't feel that it was going to be authentic for whatever reason. And so I really felt it inside of me to talk about, um, paradigm thinking, generational curses, um, nature versus nurture Mm -hmm. and how and what do you guys think that those three things have in common so generational curse okay that word heavy it seems heavy yes heavy paradigm thinking and nature versus uh versus nurture so i'm I'm curious of you guys is what those three things together what do you think what they correlate do they yes my opinion across the board all of them are you have to unlearn those behaviors Mm -hmm. every single one yeah Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I think, and a lot of transition is unlearning. Yes, not learning. Yeah, and that's where we unlearn miss- and relearn. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's like reprogramming yourself yes. from the way that you. I and mean, God bless our parents. Right, they right. didn't have a handbook, right. and with us as parents, right. we, we didn't did have a handbook. Thing, right. Yeah, we did. You know, we did adapt some things that we right. were. You know, and then you kind of changed to your own thing. Right. You know, like these kids. I would hate to be a teenager today. Right. You know, they've got right. a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah. They got social, social media. media. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. Yeah. It's so different. Yeah. So I think that it's it's unlearning some of those things. And like I said, I had a great childhood. My my parents were awesome, but there's some things that I'm like, mm. Can yeah. you think of some things <laughs> growing up or can you guys all right. think of some things growing up that you so so when, when I think of the word generational curse, I mean, it, I think of it biblically and how heavy it is because mm-hmm. the, um, I mean, first and foremost, do you guys believe in a generational curse? It runs rampant in my family. 
Yeah, I just think that it, it is true. Like, it's true. Like yeah. Generation and curses I believe they live. exist, but I don't think that they have the, to. Right, right. right. So you have to break the paradigm to break the curse. Yes. Now, my question was the nature versus nurture. I'm not sure what that means. Like, what, what's it, what, explain nature versus nurture. So it's what you've learned. Same thing. It's like the environment that you've grown in, how it shaped you. Um, so it's the same type of, um, you know, what you were exposed to, what you learned in that environment. Nature's and how that, environment. Is it uh-huh. part of your, is it, a, is it a part of your adult nature, your, your nature of your journey? Did that become? And it's a long time. Like I, mm-hmm. it's, I think Plato. So nature Wait. is your generational curse. It's kind of like that. That's and nurture is what and nurture is like like what you feed yeah. into yourself is that what it is nurture yeah. when you nurture, nurture yourself or nurture could have been what was not done to stop that generational curse that's how I see it mm-hmm. um or not being aware of the extent of how aggressive that curse has been mm. there is studies and what's not been done to change and block that curse so mm-hmm. it does not continue to nurture mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yes and and foresee itself in. Yep. Your entire generational line. There's mm-hmm. studies done, Dana, on like on nature versus uh, <laughs> nature versus. <laughs> can somebody say it, please? Nature versus nurture. nurture. <laughs> yes, there are, are studies. I mean, from way back, Freud, sing, you know, like uh, Plato, like mm-hmm. even way back, way back when. And there's um, actually controversy around it. You know, how much of it is actually instilled in you, hereditary, even. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is actually more of where it's um, they go with it. Is more what was handed down to you mm. bloodline even um and so like some mm-hmm. people talk about alcoholism right you know that was um they said oh that was you know that's in my family and they first and foremost they keep speaking that's it. in their mind yes. right yes they keep, they keep speaking <clears throat> it because um but it was handed down so his father was a alcoholic right. his you know right, and yeah, so yeah, on yeah, and yeah. so that's forth. a generational curse right Right. That's so crazy because they attach to the identity of something. Yes. Yep. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It, that's exactly true. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Ahead. I think I do believe that there are those things in existence, mm-hmm. but I don't believe Talk that you're them. kept there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to get into the alcoholism thing. Uh, you know, that's probably going to offend a lot of people. I have my own view on what that looks like. Yeah. Yes. Um, because we we all are given the gift of free will. Yes. And I don't care what generation you came from. We all have the gift of free will. Correct. And we all have a choice. Yes. Always. So if and you that's in anything. Things, and that's right, why you can break it. There's yes. many, many, many stories of two kids from the same household yes. that go different ways. Oh exactly. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Completely there are ways. situations, yeah. though, where I have to play both sides. There are situations where that generational curse is not capable of being broken well that's the mindset that's the victim mindset like give me give me a why so when why would it be be broken when is it when it's a generational learned behavior that is allowed Mm -hmm. um it creates a thought process in the mind of people that should be held accountable and people that are sponges to it i think that's like environment and standards that's the difference though it's like, you know, but one so environment and enabling the behavior. Yes. Enabling the behavior. That's a different standard. That's a different standard. You know? So my husband came from an alcoholic family mm-hmm. and his dad was an alcoholic and died of alcoholism, um, liver, you know, and his dad died of alcoholism, liver and so on and so forth. And so Nando made a stance that he grew up in that environment and that was a learned and that was, you know, this is okay. And this is what you do that. I'm not going to do this. It stops with me. Right. Um, adultery. Okay. You think about adultery. He grew up in a rampant home of mom was cheating on dad. Dad was cheating on mom. Uncles were cheating on aunts. Aunts were cheating. It was 
that was okay. Right. That was just what was normal. And he took some of that into his own life. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what other generational curses should people be aware of? Because like when <laughs> we say generational curses, I feel like it's kind of like a blanket. I can speak let's on break, mine. Let's break it down okay. a little bit I, more for like I the average people. I can speak on like mine. Me. I'm not embarrassed to say it. It's something that I've grown from. But um, incest and um, rape in my family is big um, from family members. And that has always been identified as a generational curse. It Mm -hmm. is something that has been taught from both sides of my family, my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. It's happened on both ends. And because it was never addressed appropriately, Mm. it continued to repeat itself. It stopped with me. Of course, I put my foot down. But as a child, two children, my brother, me, we were unaware of that generational curse because there wasn't a a conversation with Mm, our parents and us. One, why would you have that conversation with children? Six years old. Right. Uh, You know, that was the generation you just didn't talk about. How do you have that conversation? You know what I mean? So when it did happen, once we went through the process and everything was said and done, something happened to my brother, which then my brother did to me. But then I found out after the fact that something happened to my father and something happened to my, my dad's brother. Mm -hmm. It happened to my mother. It happened to my aunt. So it's something that has stemmed down from generations where Mm -hmm. that was normal. Mm. So to step back and idly say, you know, it's a mindset. I didn't know that that was wrong. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't have a parent around me protecting me to say, that's not okay. Right. Right. So it's that, that's the generational curse that I have in my, 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 my mindset to where my mom sat me and my brother both down after everything was said and done is, and she said, this generational curse stops now. Mm -hmm. We're not continuing this in our family anymore. Mm -hmm. We have to stop this. Mm -hmm. How do we stop it? I don't know. She well, just went by the grace of God. Talking prayed. about it is huge. Talking about yeah. it is huge because mm-hmm. people don't talk about it mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a stain mm-hmm. on families. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, but that for me is what a generational curse is. And at the time, I didn't have control over it. I didn't know what it was. So, but I was being attacked by something yeah. mm-hmm. that was brought to my attention by people that were supposed to be mm-hmm. protective. protective. Mm-hmm. It could be lying. Yes. It could mm-hmm. be pride. Mm-hmm. It can be um, any of these things. And you really have to, I think, first and foremost, identify Mm -hmm. what it is. Because when you are unbeknownst to it, when you don't like you, you just you're going through life and maybe, you know, you you don't understand. You just this was something that, you know, you just do. Right. It's identifying This is your nature. Yes. This is the nature. Yes. Yep. Right. And you need to. Right. You need to identify it Mm -hmm. to be able to break it, to be able to stop it, to be able to say, okay, that's enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. And that is a huge part of taking ownership in your own life, first and foremost, to say, okay, there's something off here. There's something not right here. And then be able to, you know, have the power to change it and break it. So it can be broken. And it is. It absolutely can be broken. Absolutely. Um, just like paradigm thinking like that, all of these things can be unlearned, whether or not people take the time to do it and whether or not they, you know, say, okay, because that's the hard work. That's the difference. They recognize nobody's there celebrating that. No. Mm -hmm. No. And the thing is too, people know you as this, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You start switching up on people. They don't know you no more. Mm -hmm. They don't know this person. So that journey, you're going to lose a lot of Wait. Yeah, they got to unlearn, and relearn that's okay. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They don't recognize you. Yep. Mm-hmm. You see crazy. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's another thing. Like, yeah, 
your, your circle will begin to shift. I mean, Mm -hmm. and that you can, you can look at that in a bunch of different ways that it's, whether you become more successful, whether you become to set up boundaries, whether you become to say, okay, this is not okay. And if it doesn't resonate with that person or wait, I don't recognize you anymore. Um, yeah, you but know, so it goes like, like this. I'm so picky with who I spend my time with yes. because people are in love with the idea of you. Yep. Yes. Oh gosh. The idea of you. Right. So this going back to how we <laughs> met. No, no, I love this because going back to how we met and she knows it, Whitney knows it, Juanita knows it. When I have clients that come in to the studio, and again, I think I said this on one of the podcasts, it's not because I don't like them or I mean, of course, I but you mm-hmm. you you emit an energy that people are drawn to and yes. they want to spend time with you. Yes. Right. So let's get together. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, and, and you could be like, oh, okay, yeah. And then just run yourself rampant trying to have all of these different relationships. And yet I have come to where it's like, I am so picky and choosy with my time because yeah. my time is valuable yeah. that I cannot have all of these relationships and right. I'm okay with it now. Right. I yeah. used to not be okay. Right. You can't. Well, of course not. You're you're an empath. You want yeah. to make everybody happy. Yeah. We're people pleasers. Yes. I'm getting into retirement of that. I'm trying. But, you know, there's some <laughs> element like of it that's kind of there. I need to retire yeah. taking care of people. I like yeah. that. Well, I mean, taking I care of them in the sense down. of, you know, their emotions. That's yes. not my duty. Mm. Yeah. It's not. So yes. Love that. It's heavy. It's super, super heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel like, so you grew up in Panama. I came stateside as a baby. I was okay. born, born in Panama. My mom is Panamanian. My dad was from Compton. Because I was going to go back to the generational curse. Yeah. Right. Um, real quick. I know no, you want to no, move no, on. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is but, what you got to say. So my dad ended up in the military very late in life because it was either prison time or mm. the military. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he went in at 28. He was a scrapper. You know, he, he did a lot of things. <laughs> um, but he reformed, right? Yeah. Um, he was also in Watts riots. I don't know if you guys know about the looting mm-hmm, and yeah. stuff like that. So just to take that piece of there, 90s, I that didn't 90s? grow up. No, this was in the 60s. Oh, way 60s. back. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, when they, like, really. I was, I was thinking, I think I was thinking of Los well, Angeles. The, the yeah. Los Angeles riots, the big one. <laughs> Rodney King. Rodney King, yeah. No, he was done yeah. with all that. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was much later. Uh, this yeah. was the first strike. Yes. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, back then, I didn't grow up thinking that the police were bad. Mm-hmm. The police were good people, right. you know. And but, but in my dad's time, you know, there was different type of oppression, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and I didn't understand that or learn that about him until I was older. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wow, you were looting. Like I learned about that 19, <laughs> I learned about that 1960 something Watts, right? You were in that. And he's like, yeah, it's nothing to brag about, mm-hmm. but he was saying like that, you know, that at that time that that was the only way the community had a voice it was necessary. The only way, you know, Watts, Compton, Inglewood, Schlossen. We used to go every summer to visit my cousins and it was culture shock every single time because mm. we didn't grow up like that yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying yeah so I feel like that's another good example that he raised a family um, in a different environment and didn't portray that even though he didn't have a liking because he didn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he really didn't have a liking yeah. but he had a different mindset you know mindset yeah. he yeah. had a different life then right. you know as to why he felt that way but I didn't grow up that way mm-hmm. you know mm. they were your protection you call on them when you need them. Right. Yeah. So that was another little, I mean, that was very mild, but it was just an example of yeah. how I thought like, oh yeah, he didn't, he didn't put that on us. Yeah. To think oh, like, that's you know, powerful. He, didn't have, yeah. he chose not to. Yeah. He didn't exactly. put that on you. Like no. he, he had his own, that's powerful. Yeah. That's but that, how easy, how easy he could have. Yes. Because of how he grew up in yeah. the, you know, in and I content. wonder if that was intentional. 
Did you, have you ever, I, did you ever talk to him about that? Was like that, was that intentional to not like, to not have us portray? I don't think I had the knowledge at the time that he told me. I mean, mm. I lost my dad when he, you know, I was yep. 20. Yep. Um, so I was just so in awe that he was like a part of history to me. I was like, Oh my God, I'm learning about this in high school. I mean, my dad was right. in it, but mm-hmm. then I was like, wait, why were you looting? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, then that's it's kind of good. like a different, like, wait, you know? And he was like, you know, at that time, that's how you had to express and get things yeah. done. And, and we're not so much in that time anymore, but in my opinion, I don't want to get into that. Right. But do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that was never, ever portrayed mm-hmm. to us ever. Yeah. About law enforcement. He chose to get you guys out of that environment. Yeah. Well, For I mean, he went in the military. Reason, we went right? all over the world, right. you know? And so it, I didn't know that, like I said, until I brought him a textbook and I read about it. And, right. he, and he looked over my shoulder and we started talking. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you did what? And I don't know. I think it's important to also bring up that, I, you know, in some of those cases where people are experiencing these mm-hmm. things and they are trying to either rid themselves of it it still shows up every now and then oh, yes yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. so even when you are practicing and even when you are trying to unlearn something it's like a bruise sometimes mm-hmm. and i always tell these I, I always tell people especially when i'm speaking to them that if i am coming to you okay and we are having a conversation or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and i touch your bruise unknowingly i'm touching something deep that I am unaware of because right. your bruises are not my bruises. Right. It, and it will hurt you. Yes. And you, and yep. you know what yep. I mean? Like that, that, that's it. I'm shut down. It's a shutdown. Right. And you have to, you have to understand that these things. So even when you're trying to unlearn these bruises that we have, somebody can either come and touch it mm-hmm. and it just like springs right back mm-hmm. up. And that was him. And like, I went cross him. Like, I mean, street is street, right? right. Mm. At the end of the day, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't mess with his girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember times I was like, whoa, my mom, she <laughs> has, that dad? He's <laughs> that yeah. my mom, she has, though, my, my grandparents were, um, traditionalists mm-hmm. and they grew up in the depression. So everything was save, 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 save. Um, you did not, you know, waste no anything. Waste. You cleaned your plate. You ate everything that was on it. Mm-hmm. And they were actually pretty, they were very smart investors. Um, they bought up Coca-Cola stock way back when, and that just continued to grow and grow and grow. But they were very um, frugal. Frugal fannies. Yes, 100%, yes. even <laughs> though that they lived a pretty comfortable life. Right. And I hear my mom say all the time, you know, she's talking about bills and she's talking about what she has to pay. And she's in and and I have um, helped my mom a lot with her, her financial, you know, just things. Mm-hmm. And I know her status mm-hmm. and I'm like, mom, you, you're okay. Yeah. Like you're fine. Sure, wow. But yeah. she just continues to say and talk about her bills and how much she doesn't have and how much she needs and how she's so worried. And this, is something that I don't think that she recognizes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's funny you said that because I feel the same way. I was raised to be appreciative of what you have. Mm-hmm. So being older and being having the ability to pretty much work for what I want, yeah. I feel guilty. Mm. Yeah, you because, have told me this over and over again yeah, too. And just I when have you're a like scarcity frame of mind, and mm-hmm. that's not good. No, because not, you worked for that. Yeah, but I feel guilty having things. I feel guilty making money. I feel guilty. Oh, we're, so the next podcast, just so we all know, <laughs> is on money matters and mindset because this is so powerful. It is. Because if you want to start making better money, you have got to figure out in your life 
those learned environments where you don't think that you're worth it, where you think that there's guilt, where you can't have these things, where you can't celebrate your blessings with others and be rid of these things because that it will hold you down. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And so when you get it, you know what? It's gone. Yep. Mm. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. So I think it's also important to note, like something that I pulled from your story about your dad was he didn't celebrate it. You know, a lot of people celebrate yeah, yes. their generational curses in a true. weird way mm-hmm. that they kind of tote their baggage. Mm. And in the dark, you know, they know what's weighing them down. Right. But in the light, it's almost celebrated. You know, yeah. it's oh. oft, oftentimes like it is celebrated. It's like a badge of honor. It's like, right. you know, yeah. so, you know, kudos to your pops for yeah. breaking that curse. But yes. but I think also what Leah said yeah. is kind of like her mom. She speaks it all the time. Right. You know, you're living out those words, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So That's true. back to, you know, my point, but mm-hmm. it's important, man, those things. It's, I had a girlfriend that came here the other day. Um, I won't say her name, but um, she came in and, and, and she said, I'm always sick. Ah, oh, I hate it. I'm always sick. Yeah, you know, she, she is. I bet it, she is. And she stop is. Stop saying it. And I told her, I said, stop saying that. Like, you know, sometimes we don't even recognize our own power within us and what we're right. doing and what we're saying. Right. But it could be another learned. Yeah, you got to unlearn that. You yes. got to unlearn that. Yes. This goes all back to that paradigm. Like, how can we break our generational curses? We have to really assess ourselves and unlearn this shit. Yes. Right. And then relearn what we want. You know, these things. And it's hard because ownership good, is hard. Yeah. Absolutely. Ownership and then going back to like your your I don't really know what you called it, but the fitness thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes discipline. Discipline yeah. and then having those habits consistently. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it takes to break these generational curses. Yeah. yeah. You know? Doing if you and I tell people all the time, again. if I can give if there was one thing that I could say that is the most powerful thing for you to have or a trait or a characteristic would be discipline yeah. because if you have discipline then you can get through like workout food fitness you know what yeah, i mean anything. like what does yes. it say it takes 30 days to repeat something to make it a habit is that what it is is one. It 30 it's one, one day one day to create a habit it was 30 days one day to create a habit and right. 30 days to break it oh, okay that's what it is yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i like That's that you true. focus on creating a habit versus breaking it. right that's another yeah, unlearn right. and relearn right. right you know what i'm saying we're not doing we're not not doing this right. we're doing that yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah right the mindset yeah. yeah 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 that mindset of scarcity though it's 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 uh it haunts me but the thing that helps me though with that is god didn't put us here to suffer mm-hmm. or to girl walk for stuff. okay like preach he, that he yeah. put us preach here that. we're supposed to live abundantly yes we right. are right. so if i want to have all the things i can and right. it's okay right. yes. you know talk that talk. Yes. so yeah but that's what helps me like we're we're meant to to learn to love to share to yeah. teach right, right. you know and yeah. and to live abundantly yeah. right. you know right. and, and we're kind of lopsided what that looks like we got people sleeping under bridges right don't have nothing to eat like it just that pains me yes. and the more and more like i in my, in my word it just and i feel like i'm just one but i can't think like that right, right. i just had a conversation with somebody on friday and i was like almost in tears and i was like my husband and i walk downtown behind the trails and there's tents horrible every like we're walking Starting to look like skid row their neighborhoods yeah it's their community yeah. it's, run disgusting. By them all the time. Yeah. it's disgusting denver there's is people worse in other countries that move here yep. for freedom a better life yeah. and we can't take care of our own people yep Mm. I don't want to cry. It's horrible. I, it, it, it comes back to that abundant mindset. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, what is what is abundance, yeah. you know, to these people, you know. I'm curious, Dana. Um, there was a video that you put out a while back where you were, I think you were trying to 
sling some CDs for somebody. Yeah. And you were on the street with a sign. I was. How, how did that whole, I'm just, I, I, and I don't know, I'm just curious. So how did that whole concept come into play? Like, what were you, what was the point? What were you doing? Yeah. How do you want me to tie it back into this? <laughs> well, no, I'm, well, that's, that's, I'm just curious. I don't even know if it does tie back, All but right. I, I'm wondering. So I can tell you, um, you know, I, I've always just thought of these crazy ideas. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll do anything to get something accomplished. Mm-hmm. So I started out doing music videos with my buddy. He's a rapper. He made like a hundred songs in my basement and I was like, yo, let's make money off of yeah. this. At any rate, um, I always tell him like, yo, your music's so good. All they need to do is put it in their car. Mm-hmm. So my whole thought mm-hmm. process was, you know, I'll go panhandle these CDs mm-hmm. and just ask for donations, just like how everybody else be panhandling. And I'll just give them the CD. So that's how it ties in right there, because that was your mindset that I'm going to do whatever it takes. Oh, yeah. If that's standing yeah. on the street oh, yeah. to make sure that this happens. Right. That's old school. And, Beat, and beating yeah. the pavement. And this is the thing. This is the thing. So mm-hmm. as much as some of these things pay me now, get, now, don't get me wrong. Some of our veterans and things like that have not been properly taken care of. Right. And right. they have been taken. Things have been taken away from them that right. should have been given to Absolutely. them. Right. But there are some people out there that are just like, this is more easier. And so I'm just going to do this. And instead of saying, hey, let me go and work. Let me just stand here. God, this is, I'm going to say this. All right, you ready? I was driving today in today and I'm driving off of a um, union or whatever, Mm -hmm. come off the bypass. And then I see, and this is no judgment, but this is what I thought. There's three homeless people. One has a big backpack. One has a cart and one has like, you know, those garbage things that, you know, a bunch of trash cans can, but it's a rolly. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, it's like yeah, what yeah. McDonald's would have. They have a big old push cart with all this stuff in it, a big old cart and big old backpack. There's three of them. You know what I thought to myself? I was like, man, they're working so hard. Like, it don't matter if you're working for this or you're working for that. Mm-hmm. You're going to be working. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on what vehicle you choose to take. But at the same time, you want to know something else? I thought, I thought, God damn, these motherfuckers got teamwork. Right. They over here, they got a plan. They got a plan. They taking action. Like somebody's watching their stuff. Somebody's working. You on the cart today. For real. Like I'm done pushing the cart today. I pushed yesterday. You know, that's, that's a different way to look at it, you know? And so it's like, they, maybe that is what they're choosing to do, but, but then there's consequences. Then there's consequences in your choices too. So if this, this is what you choose to do and you you know what i mean or just do yeah. you you just getting by to get by then you're going to be comfortable in that setting you're going to yeah. be comfortable in that tent because yeah. you do how much do you want to get out of it no, right that's true right that's you true. know and but i also look at it too like we have artists that make ungodly amounts of money yeah, yeah. right you know the rich continue Ridiculous. to get richer yeah. Right, and that's right, where right. it's so lopsided. And yes. I don't understand that. Yes, yeah. I agree with you 100%. But should they be penalized for no, working as no, hard as they do? No, they should shouldn't. They, should they be, you know what I mean? Like, because that, and I'm not, I'm not arguing with you here, but right. that goes into a little bit of socialism. Because I don't want to, I don't want to, even though I make great money and I have my own, yeah. I, I gift where I want to gift and I, I right. give where I want to give and that's private. Right. And because I make money and because I work hard and because I'm grinding, do I think I need to take care of somebody else that's not? Right. No, but I think, though, too, when you've got athletes and, and artists making more than the president. Correct. Like, what's wrong with The balance that? is off. Mm-hmm. Like, teachers should be making more. Thank you. Mm-hmm. you Servants know, don't make yeah. shit. 
it's that in-between balance of what really deserves that amount of income and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's so debatable because I'm over, I'm no, over here just yeah. thinking like, okay, we'll we'll be a private teacher, teach right. some, teach mm-hmm. better, te- teach a certain group Come up with to the make course. make right. better bread, shift like, and do yeah, something different. Like, like, and that's the thing because you said I don't earlier. want somebody to control what I'm going to make. Do you right. know what I mean? And right. so being in that field, I think, and then be you can allow in that, that box. It's like, right. yo, I'm I'm not rich. I have a rich mindset. Right. Like you, you, you're just lacking scarcity right, right. now, which yeah. is okay. Like, let's grow. I can teach you and learn. Like, let's mm-hmm. do right. it together. Well, and I've had people judge me and say that what I do is not work. Mm. Oh, me too, girl. <laughs> putting like, on makeup on women. Oh, yeah. yeah. I sure have putting makeup, I putting makeup on women is a luxury. That's not a job. Yeah, but. It's a hobby. That's so that's crazy. Because, like, like, what do they do for work? Like, well, and, and that's my thing is at the end of the day, then are they just mad because they can't afford it? Right. right. You know, but the luxury you get of to it. Do something just, that you is a passion. Right. Isn't that the beauty of it, though? They yeah. can talk. They're supposed to talk. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But let's jump back to this because yes. I want to say <laughs> it so bad. Yes. I keep yes. wanting to say it. It goes back to what you said about money earlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You feel bad about money, like, almost guilty to a sense. And to me, like, you said earlier, like, God put us here to live abundantly. Right. So let's not feel guilty about the love that he's showering and giving to us because other people are entitled to the same blessings. Mm-hmm. Like, go get them. Like, they're yeah, out here. Let's love and live together. Like, nope. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing that I always get crazy about is because there's a hundred different brands of toilet paper in Walmart. Right. Like, there's enough room for everybody. <laughs> there's like, enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gonna wipe their ass. Like, right. okay, you right. make some bread off of it. <laughs> and if you, well, and if you a, run out of toilet, time where well, if you, you can find out of you, you can't wipe your well, ass and go a, wash it but that, right. but that was like, a great marketing scheme right yes. <laughs> for the people who had toilet paper stock yeah. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but mm-hmm. no you're right i just feel like it's just so lopsided you got people with several zeros and commas in their in their bank account and the tax bracket so is let's break that generational even. curse like let's right? just, let's saying, break yeah. that because that's that's one of my curses that i want to break is like that financial mindset it's like yeah. mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying my dad told me save when i was young but he ain't never saved right yeah. his parents ain't never saved yep. like right. you know what i'm saying so like yep. These things got to change. And yeah. it's about the mindset in the beginning. Yeah, so I have, a, I have a phrase that I want to say today um, that I think that it, it really translates to, because I'm writing a book, ha, plug, <laughs> nice. um, about breaking generational curses, because this is something really important to me. This is really like my whole mission mm-hmm. is to break generational Can curses. Can you speak on one that you feel like you've already broken? Um, well, the, the high school thing, I, I went to college. So that me going to college was a generational curse that like, you know what I'm saying? It's broken. Um, But there's others, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? In which I'll I'll still plan to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But my sentence that I really want to say right now is, um, and this is what I live by. Y'all know I got so many phrases, but this one's like the one. All right. And it's, it's not your fault. It is your responsibility. Mm. So that's what I think about. Mm. Like, that's hard. That I mean, first part is nice, but that second part <laughs> for my generational curse—that's a little hard to swallow. But yeah. it is your responsibility to break mm-hmm. that curse because you're here for a reason. And my, I, I have seven tips in my book. The last tip is a bonus tip, and it's use your voice. Mm-hmm. So, like, speak. Mm-hmm. Like in my learning <laughs> life journey, whatever hell I'm on right now, in the last year or two, it's very prevalent that the Lord wants you to speak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, speak that out. Get those generational curses out. And once again, it's not your fault. Yeah. But it is your responsibility. I love that. That is that is good. That is good. good. That's really good. That's a that's a leap. Yeah. That's a leap into that. That's (laughs) get that's a leap right there. Yeah. (laughs) So that's crazy. Mm -hmm. No, that that's this is all really good stuff to 
Um, and, and this is really going to play into the next one that we do because those mindsets, they do have such a powerful effect on us. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the curses do have such a powerful effect on the way we've lived our life. And until we identify them and until we start to speak even against them, mm-hmm. So even when you say speak, you know, you have the power within you to speak against these things. Right. Um, you have that authority to do that. And we need to start doing it, but we've got to recognize them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and biblically, I wanted to say that the word does say, he says that I have come to give life and give it abundantly. Yep. Mm. That is scripture. Yep. Okay. So don't, don't ask me which one it is right now because I yeah, can't I tell can't you. I can't remember either, but that's what helps me. Into feeling like it's okay yes. to have what I have or want more, yes. you know. Right. But growing up, if you had what you needed, that was it. You should appreciate and I, you shouldn't want for anything. Girl, more. I have heard. So this is, and this is what I this. I have heard people say, "Why does she need a house that big?" Right. Okay. Right. What? So why do you think you need a house that big? But because that's your stuff that's right. your things in right. here Close box mindset. you want to you want to yeah. put that on me that god provided for me or that i worked hard and that he also yeah. gave me the thing so what does it matter if i have a big house right. how you do have you have a bigger plate you gotta bless other people like you don't that, everybody that's, wants that's so funny MC to me. but you mentality. want but you want to know something i'm gonna take you it back take so, me with so you. i wanted i'm gonna yeah. put you on blast all right okay but <laughs> we just we just we just we just talked about this about the rich versus the poor though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is the same way that we're looking up to, you know, a baller athlete or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is why do they need that all that money for this? Well, no, or no. That? I don't want you, know you to think saying? that. No, they they deserve all the accolades and everything they have. I'm just saying as a nation, yeah. we're not taking care of our people, but we're idolizing people who make an abundant amount of money mm. that they could mm. probably not ever spend in a lifetime right 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 you know what i mean that that's where that's i'm the, coming from i, I don't want to take anything away from anyone making great money i think right. that you should if that's what you choose to do and that position affords you to get what you're getting get right. it yeah but in the same token i feel like we've got, it got needs people to make sleeping sense. under bridges here right. like yeah. what's going on you know right. what i mean yeah. so no i'm with you on that like make the money right it's and their impact domain. and help the people in your circle because right. i think yes. that going back to leah like she's a bigger house she got a bigger plate yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what lower blessing her plate with versus yeah. your plate. Hello. You know what I'm right. saying? And you mm-hmm. can't go be looking at someone else's joint. No. You but it's, that's, that, that's that mentality. That's well, how I was And it's a thing that, you know, yeah. that can come down to, um, that could have came down to the way that they believe, the way that they mm-hmm. think, what was instilled in them, mm-hmm. right? Or um, as far as like money mindset. So, so and, and, and this is, this one's a tough one for me. And this is why I want to talk about it on the next podcast is because, I hate to say it, but Christian thinking, right. there's so many people think why that we should be suffering, that we shouldn't have money, that we shouldn't have it. Like why you need this, why you need that. But it's not about why you're telling me why I need it. Right. You need to look at your stuff in here and think why right. you don't think you need it. Right. right. Do you right. know what I mean? Why you if think God you wants, don't deserve it. Right. right. If God is so abundant, why isn't he abundant in this nature? Right. It only like, becomes a problem and it's scripture. It's scripture again, where he didn't ever say everybody gets it so wrong. Oh, you know, money is evil. Money is the root yeah, of all evil. Right. It says, Not. no, the love the of love money is of the root money. of all evil. Right. Yo, I'm going to keep that forever. I've yes. never connected that. 
Yep. I've never connected it that is. what you said. It just hit me forever. It's yep. the love. The love. And so if I am money. taking it and then I'm holding it and I'm not doing anything right. beneficial or, or 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 helping my people or yep. saying, look, like let's let's do something right. and I'm just mm. this is right. all mine, yeah. right. then I am coming from a place first and foremost of lack and scarcity and I'm holding on right. to it. We talked about right. that. Remember right. that that clean yep. that cling. Well then here's you look at my hands. You can't take mm-hmm. no money. I, I yep. my hands are not open to receive anything else mm-hmm. because I'm clean into what I have it's greed but it's It's also lack of of generational curses what's been taught over and over again because that's one of the first comments within my last marriage we first home we moved into was a seven bedroom home Mm it's two of us Mm -hmm. first thing my mom looked at me and said why do you need to live in that big house Mm. but who knows who's going to come into that house who knows who you're going to be able to bless who knows what opportunities you have if we can afford it and it it fits within our lifestyle why should that be something that I have to feel sorry for I'll flip the question then if somebody were actually had the balls to come and ask me why do you need a house that big if they actually came to me and said it to my face and said and then I'd say hey if God afforded me this do you know what happens within these walls right do you know what kind of conversations happens do you know what kind of life-changing things are going on in here that he has given me a platform and he trusts me he trusts me for it you know what I mean and mine one of the generational curses was seeing what my mom was always saying and saying "Uh uh-uh I money is all around me. Money flows easily to me. Right, right. It comes in abundance. Money right. does grow on trees. Right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> it does. Yes. Yeah, it does. You I know? And changing that mind. Absolutely. Like shifting that paradigm thinking because yes, I don't go back to it because it's the paradigm. Yes. It's the paradigm. It yes. It's that thinking. What's his name? Bob. He he Proctor. does he Bob Proctor, he does the paradigm. Yep. That's all he teaches. Mm-hmm. Is I think paradigm. that was the first time that I actually heard about like that. I, I think Raina had told me about it one time, like and she said it and I didn't really quite understand like what does that mean? What does what is that word? Right. And then I heard him speak. It's the nature and your habits. It's the nature nurture it's thing. The model. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I actually went through a Bob Proctor. I had hired a life coach. Mm. Um, Talk about this. Share right. this. It was like yeah. in 2020. Give us some nuggets. Well, and it's, again, it was very profound. I'm going through Facebook and this lady's face kept popping up. And I'm like, who is this chick? Mm-hmm. So I was drawing and dropping went them to gems. her. Yep. Here it yeah. is. Here it is. In so front of I your face. To, <laughs> I went to her, her page and I was like, oh, she's a you know life coach, transformational coach, whatever. And I'm like, eh, whatever. So I right. kept going through. Well, she kept popping up. Mm-hmm. Is we she had, local? Um, She is. Okay. She is. Um, is her last name Cena? It is. <laughs> Yeah, just so you, you know. Start, starts with a D. You know, she starts with a D. Well, go ahead, drop it. I mean, I she's out there. Why not? Now, hey, she's, yes. a, she's a beautiful person. She is a beautiful soul. Yeah. I met with her February of Her name is Dolly. Dolly Dolly, Dolly is amazing. Yeah. And I went through um, thinking into results, a Bob Proctor yep. program. Um, yep. It's not cheap, but nope. you, you invest in yourself, right? Right. right. So right. that was, I think, maybe was the cusp of everything else. Mm-hmm. I started that the summer of 2019. And it did, it changed. And I was going through prep. I was listening to the thing on the doggone treadmill. Right. It's dry, right? It's like he has a really, you know, Bob Proctor's voice. Oh, I do. You know, it's not very <laughs> melodic. It's just kind of even. Kind of monotone. Yeah. It's soft. It's nice, but it's very monotone. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was very profound. And it's just about rewiring everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. And even, so, so what's, what's crazy is that, you know, it, I put up a post a long time ago about this, is that we will spend money on Starbucks, we will spend money on a personal trainer, we will say, mm-hmm. hey, this, you know, these shoes, these $300 shoes are not that much money, but I got to spend $1,000, you on know, a on a course. <clears throat> I could buy a $1,000 right. cell phone, right. Right. but I can't buy a $1,000 right. course that's going to better what? me. Yeah, what? that's ridiculous. You know? Yeah. So that, it, that's so, that's, that's, that's a really good nugget because mm-hmm. people say they don't have enough money. 
you know, scarcity. whether it's enough time. Mm-hmm. But they're eating you know. out every day. Yeah. Right. Talk about it. Because no, I was just going to say, you can go on a vacation and spend 500 real quick. Easy. Yes. Real, real quick. Easy, right? Real, real and you've been there two to three days. Right. Priorities. Right. <laughs> you, you still got four more to go. Right. Right. Yeah. right. But I mean, right. yeah, you you know, we, we believe we like to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like to go out to eat. Right. You know, yeah. we book these like. Tell me, tell me something you learned from that, that, you know, what did you take away from that experience, that, le- that class or that moment? Cause I know you said you were stacking and life was just, you know, things were yeah. just stacking for you. What was one of those things that you took away from that experience with? I, I got a good understanding of who I am mm-hmm. as a whole, mm. just what's, what's meant for me and my inner peace mm-hmm. and why it's important for me to have it. Um, so for me, it's like, I'm okay with who I am and it's not. And I told you this, this summer is not my responsibility, how mm-hmm. you feel. Correct. Mm. And it's not yes. my responsibility, how you feel about me. Yes. Right. I think I said a little different. We were talking about something else, but mm-hmm. I told her it's not my responsibility. My, someone else's happiness is not my responsibility. Right. Right. And I lived my whole life that way. She was always mm-hmm. trying to please people. Always. She was always being the people pleaser. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. always trying to make you happy. And that is, it's also an unlearned thing. Yes. hundred percent because yeah. You do want to be like, okay, well, dang, I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, it's like, wait, like I need to have a, we need to have a conversation and it is not my responsibility how you take this. That's your responsibility. That's your shit. That's not mine. Right. Yeah. I learned, I actually enjoy spending time by myself. Yes. Mm. There's nothing wrong. Like I, I love spending time by myself. Which when you're empaths, you feed off other people's energy. So that's a huge. So meditation's huge. You know, I do at least once a day, sometimes twice, morning and night. Um, walks, you know, you know what you just said, like that, that to me is profound because I love being by myself. I love it. And this has been a little bit of a hard topic of conversation with me and my husband, because I am very joyous by myself and I can go out and chill and I can go on patio and I don't need to be, you can read like this. I love to read. Yes. I love to journal. I love to just stare at nothing. And being an empath, like you said, you know, it's like you, you do, but you don't like you do require energy, but you don't, but you also have to understand that there's energy everywhere. So it's not just in people, Yep, the trees, the grass, Mm -hmm. the air, Mm -hmm. the everything is emitting energy to you. You know what I mean? We are all part of this whole thing. All the elements. Like, yes. They all feed us in different ways. Yes. Those who are not dead. To it. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> you gotta be awake. Drop the gym. Ah. Yes. Yes. Sorry. No, okay, girl. Great. Yes. I'm I didn't even use that. any of my sound effects <laughs> today. I should have. Dang. Leah and I had, and I tell people this, and they look at me like, what? Yeah. We stargazed in our backyard on our hammock talking about life and that was so meaningful to me right I keep going back to that moment and I can clearly tell you how I felt you know what I mean right it was a beautiful night we laughed we were goofy we were and then it was like we talked some life shit right you know she was one way I was the other and we're swinging in the hammock and I'm like I'm not gonna fall out am I (laughs) you know and that was my inspiration is like I I gotta get a damn hammock she got her a hammock I got got a hammock you know I got that in it with me sometimes you know so it's been really it that was those are moments I'm a soul seeker yes and I I know that about myself now and I I I starve for that and when I find that I need that and I'm gonna I'm gonna even say that until you so people are talking about elevating their mind they're talking about elevating their spirit they're talking Mm -hmm. about trying to live in the power of now I'm gonna tell you this and I'm just gonna say it 
you cannot do that with distraction. No, you cannot. The more and more that you are distracted here, work, anything else, until you go out into the elements and you are by yourself meditating until you are receiving the energy, you cannot elevate to that. And, 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 and even when you do, I told you this, we had a very, very, very deep conversation. And so 20, um, when did I have my surgery? Um, I had my surgery 20, 20. So it was January, January, 2020. And I had, and I wrote about it. I mean, there's, there's parts in here, there's parts on my phones. It is a long, long writing because I was being poured into, um, I was downloading. Mm-hmm. That's just yep. the way that I say yeah. it. I was downloading for weeks and I did not want to go back to my desk. I did not want to go back to my computer. I did not want anything to change or shift the, what I felt yep. within this time frame and what I was being poured into, right. you know, and you can go there and then you can easily be taken away oh, yeah. because of distraction and yep. because of work. And you have to start to learn with meditation and, and growing your mind, how you put your body on autopilot to do the things that you need to do, but keeping your mind aware. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's scary about empaths is you're aware of stuff that mm. Well, mm. that you're not. What? Mm-hmm. Not, not you in particular, but what? you know what I mean? Yes. You are. Yes. And so that's hard to explain to people. Talk about meditation real quick. So for somebody who, you know, is intrigued in it, I think meditation has a stereotype. Yes, it Break does. Break down it how yes, you meditate this. for you personally. Right. Yeah. There's for so me, many I still do guided. Do um, yeah. Sometimes if I just need, you know, to clear my mind, I just sit in my little spiritual room. Right. I have my fountains. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got plants and I sit on the floor and I just like, I'm so in love. I feel love in that room. Yeah. I feel peace in that room. Yep. So if I feel overwhelmed or anything like that, I'm, I retreat and yeah. it's not good, yeah. you know, but I go in my special spot right. and I sit there and I just, just calm. Like meditation doesn't have to be like you said, like this, mm-hmm. right. you could take not think about anything and just go on a walk. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's meditation. And I think it's important to you know? say too, Dana, since you're asking for people that are curious on meditation, I used to think that way. I used to mm-hmm. think that right. you had to be sitting cross-legged and right. then you had to have your hands up and, you know, try to do these right. weird sounds out of your throat. You and could lay down and meditate. There's different. Yes. Your, your eyes can yeah. be That's open. That's how I prefer yeah. to meditate is yeah. laying down. Yeah. I, I tell you what, the, I think the very first time that I felt the power of meditation, I was on an airplane and I was reading the power of now. Um, oh yeah. And that book is like, Eckhart I mean, it is Tolle. deep. Yeah. And I was reading it and I felt it. Mm-hmm. Like I was sitting there and I started, I, and I'm telling you the girl that was beside me sitting, she probably looked at me like this girl is freaking crazy because I probably <laughs> had the book in my hand and I'm staring like, but I was receiving mm-hmm. I saw the light hit the airplane wall. I could feel the energy of everybody. I could feel the anxiousness. I could hear the baby crying in the back. I could feel light moving through. I could feel the air come. I felt everything. And I was wide awake. And I was being poured into then. And I, same thing. It's just this, it's such a, uh, it desensitizes like a, everything. Yeah. You feel everything. You're calm. You're peaceful. And it's peaceful. And you receive. It's peaceful. Yeah. There's nothing scary There's, about it. There's no. nothing. It's just this peace. The mm-hmm. first time I hit a meditation peak, mm-hmm. oh my God, I cried for three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the most But it calming. wasn't a bad cry. No. It was, it was like a release. the most releasing, calming yeah. feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. I'm going to yeah. get teary-eyed. It was so healing for me at yeah. that moment, and I needed it. And I, from that mo- moment on, I was just like, I, I need to get, I need to get, I need to get this together. You've got to focus rid yourself of yes. these things. So not only... Just not, you know, just generational curses aside, mm-hmm. you know, because that is, it's, it's that thinking and, but 
things that you take in on a regular basis, you have to rid yourself or you carry it. Yep. Yeah. And then people like us can feel it. You know yeah. what I mean? And then it, you know, negative, negative begets negative. It yep. really, really does. And so it can set the tone. Yep. And if your energy is that great, which, you know, we, we can become negative yes. and we can put out some negative oh, yeah. and that will reflect like, you know, and, and we have got to be able to dump it yep. and say, okay. And if I keep going without any time and without any meditation, without any like processing, without any time with, with, with God, without any pouring into, I just continue to take. And then or it's, you're going to break. It's yeah. overload. And you like, you, you like explode. Yes. Yeah. It's a bad place to be. Yes. You get depressed for me, I, you know, easy. I could get in a depressive state. I don't want to get on my bed. Yep. I don't want to eat. I don't want to talk to nobody. Yep. I recluse. Yep. It's not a good place to be, Mm-mm. you know, mm-hmm. but meditation though, um, there's meditations for everything everything if you're feeling angry if you're feeling anything like i I can't even say like anything any emotion any emotion anything that you feel you need there's there's everything and then guided is fine i still do guided now i have i have put myself in a meditate state that i transcended yes i've never trans i transcended i could see myself and just explain what that means to people that are like oh god this girl is now (laughs) (laughs) here they go just explain it it's almost like (laughs) And I'm going to say this loosely. It's almost like an outer body experience. Yes. Um, you like feel yourself up here. Yes. yes. Well, I was further up than that. Mm. I remember it was, I it was a dark. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really, it was a dark night and I couldn't sleep. I would just, I don't know what was bothering me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll meditate. Right. right? Well, cause I, I, I like my to mind lead wants into to be prayer up right after now. that. Yeah. Cause I, I sat there and I, I kind of prayed to my bed and I was like, this is not intentional. Right. It's not. So I was like, I'm going to get up and do laundry. I was like, to hell I am. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. So I went into my little room, and I sat, and I put on my little incense, and I sat there, and I light my little candle, and I just, I just sat quiet for a while. Right. And then I decided to do a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Well, I got myself really deep into that meditation that I remember seeing the room. Right. Like from a different part of the room, I'm still sitting and right. I know that I'm still sitting because I remember even touching myself like, right. okay, I'm still here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. What's mm-hmm. going on here? I could see like the corner, but I was looking at myself. Your spirit was so elevated. Yes. I love that. Well, I transcended enough to where I was over clouds and I remember I could see the city. I was could see my house. I could see everything below. I saw my patio and, but I was still touching myself. Right. I'm still here. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was a little scary yep. and it happens. But it was beautiful. Yes. It was beautiful. I've never, there's people that's transcended. I've never gone yeah. above clouds, but enough to where I'm enough. I could see my patio. I'm outside. Right. Like what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, where are we going? That's right. how I feel sometimes. Like, where are we going? But your mind is so powerful. Powerful. And people don't put enough weight into that. We waste, we have so many things. We can learn different languages. I mean, right. at the tip of your phone, we don't have to pay nobody. Right. right. We've got books. Right. If you don't like to read, there's audibles. Right. We waste this. Yes. Mm-hmm way too much yeah way too much you know what i'm saying like yes i recommend anybody that's looking into starting with meditation because after i had that experience i went to it's called the luna float spots off of south south nevada kind of by the vasa down by fort carson but that's a great way to start meditation is through water 
because it oh, allows your body to oh my god it feels weightless weightless yeah. and those float tanks are salt based so all you have to do is just nice. lay another per, you know wayne dyer says a mantra as well yes. just yeah. saying a continuous mantra something right. that resonates with your spirit something yeah. that you can say over and over again and yeah. he said that he uses god that yes. he actually well, just i'll be says honest god. with you before coming over i had to affirm that I was worthy enough to be And you heard. sure as hell is. Yes. I mean, heard, like, because I, I went there, I was like, why does Leah want me to do this podcast? Like, no, but I mean, that's and my own not an self, interview, right? wasn't that's this my, fun, though? Oh, it's And you killed awesome. it, yes. by the way. Yeah, yes. but I was like, well, what? no one She's like, want I want to do it again? <laughs> I, I, I absolutely would. Yes. yes. You know, but it's a scary thing. It's the fear. Yeah. And yeah. that, there's fear yeah. and comfort that kill Girl. everything. Yep. Yeah. It's fun, it's it's crazy to hear you know somebody so powerful as you even you still face the same yes. things we all every do every day right and yeah. that's you know all right so I want to um wrap this up real quick yeah. give our <laughs> listeners all right um something that that they can take away for this week I don't know if it is like the paradigm shift the generational curses the nature versus nurture what type of advice tips like some type of guidance insight that we can give our listeners um as they take on this thought because they may have never thought about this before right so how can they kind of you know take this and put it into their apply it to their lives mm -hmm. i'm gonna say identify yep identify yeah. first and foremost yeah. yeah because until you identify what is going on in your stuff, then you cannot move forward. Okay. No. If you are blind to it, if you cannot see it, if you, you have to identify it. So that's going to be mine. Yep. Um, mine is going to be explore. You know, for me, I love meditation. That might be the, not the best thing for right, others. Right. I mean, there's other avenues. Meditation is prayer guys. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I as love, much thank as you, you, thank you for saying yeah. that, thank you for saying that. Well, and it's just really important to me to say that because there's such, like you said, there's right. this stigma behind it of, you know, Oh God, they meditating. Oh, you know, it's like, cause you're talking to God, the whole talking, talking to yourself to the whole time. Yeah. Like it is prayer. You're asking yes. to for that divine connection. Yes. yes. And, and I'm gonna I pulled this yes. up when you said that because just like you yes. said, like there might be some place specific that you go to the word says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Mm. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Yes. Yep. yep. I yes. love it. I love it. Yeah. What you got, Winnie? I would say based off of what you said earlier, like being accountable. Mm. accountability in in breaking the curse and in, in mm. yeah that was yeah you got to drop that one in the that, that, that was a good one you might have to write that one down for me i need to put that on my sticky note that was wall. a reminder <laughs> for real for real that that's, fault. that's hard that's mm -hmm. that's hard to be able to take accountability for something like that and mm. and really live in it and make yeah, sure because the, the, the important part is the first yeah. part the yes. important part is the first part yes. is saying hey it's not yes. your fault yes it's yeah. uh, you have to first get that out before you even get to the second part right mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah. because it is your responsibility right. so first i would say you have to stick with this not your fault love. right yeah, yeah. You know right, what I'm right, right um my advice would be take the challenge like generational yeah. curses and your own paradigm you know, is, is a challenge. Like it's, yeah. it's not something that is really easy. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? There's no way, no easy way around it. No. You know what I'm saying? So you got to take that damn challenge. Mm -hmm. That's what I got. There's yeah. no rule book. Yeah. That's good stuff guys. Well, yes. next week, um, I, not next week, but the, in two weeks, we're going to be dropping another one. So first and foremost, let me say thank you. Yes. You are worth it. I wanted to hear what so you have to say. You yes. are a very powerful yes. woman. Yes. Uh, yes. Beautiful. Yes. This was awesome. Beautiful. Yes. So thank this you. Really nice. And the story is beautiful. Yes. And we could go so 
much deeper, so we may right. be Wanda back. So definitely yes. like, yeah. like and subscribe and comment yes. if you want to have yeah. Wanda back. Yeah. We're growing, so back. don't like take it personal if nobody. Comes. <laughs> <laughs> We're growing, okay? We're working on our. We're working on it. We're doing it. We're doing the dang thing. Um, but I do thank you for coming out, and it is powerful. Yes. So we are going to go into um, the the next one is going to be about money matters and breaking some of those mindsets, yeah. you know, yeah. and living in abundance. Because I love to speak on that one. Yes. you know. Yeah. yeah. So. A lot of money blocks. They'll keep you blocked. You, Same girl, way. yes. Right. Yeah. So, thank you. 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 Thank you.